0: What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles is in the house, and I got some big news for y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm ballin', yo. I'm ballin'. I'm making that cake. I'm hustlin' while you sleep. I'm always mind money on my mind. My mind is on my money. Yo, yo, yo. This is pretty much an episode to debunk, debunk all those idiots that kinda just give you false hope and lie. The name of this episode is DO NOT fake it until you make it because if you are a fake you will always be a fraud and eventually it'll catch up with you okay um i looked at my podcast uh how much money it generated and i was pretty shocked i just did this for fun um you know i'm like we'll see what happens my main goal is not to become rich off this my main goal on this is just to make content And I looked, and I have $50. I made $55 on Anchor just doing podcasts uh, with advertising. Still looking for sponsors and stuff, but that was pretty cool to see that, holy shit, we could actually make money. So who knows? Maybe that $50 will be $500, $5,000, $500,000, and maybe one day, like Joe Rogan, $100 million contract with Spotify so guys before the episode starts make sure you know what to do you got to go on itunes give the podcast five stars go on spotify share it make sure to share it on your instagram story go follow me at k-o-o-l-r-a-k at immortals jiu-jitsu at rambling with rack check out my website immortalsjujitsu.com. hope you guys have a wonderful day and enjoy the episode one thing that a lot of people say to me that I don't really know how to receive too well is I just I just released my rant uh, episode and I talk about some stuff on there and I had someone reach out to me and they said hey man uh, you really inspire me I love how much of a hustler you are and I understand that the word hustler is a positive term, but I don't know something about it just pisses me off. It's like it's like, yo it just reminds me of those fucking people with the forex yo, Forex making money while you sleep. I'm making money while I sleep. I'm chasing my dreams while you dreaming. Yo, making that money on Robin Hood. I'm making that money doing those short sales. When in reality, I talked to these so-called hustlers, right? I hit them off. Hey, man, how can I make some money? And I asked them very, very, very basic tax questions that a quote-unquote hustler should know. Like, very basic tax, like like a schedule D for your tax for your taxes capital gains like if you if you trade stocks you must you definitely know what schedule D is because that's when you trade stocks you have to report it on that you know about the capital gains tax 15% but I ask these fools and they know nothing because they're not making any money they're lying me i'm not a hustler i'm a survivor all right i am not doing this because i'm mo- I, money on my mind yo yo i got money on my mind i'm a hustler yo i'm money, money, money on my money I'm no that's not me my mom she's in her 50s how much money does she have saved up for retirement zero stepdad old how much money does he have saved up for retirement? Zero. Who the fuck do you think is gonna take care of them? Me. How am I gonna take care of them? By making money. Not hustling, yo, hustling. So when you see me at your event and I'm selling t-shirts, when you see me marketing the fuck out of my gym, when you see me marketing my accounting practice, I'm always promoting, always trying to make money. That is because I'm trying to survive. I'm not a hustler. And I grew up poor as a kid. And I want to make sure that my kids never have to deal with shit like that. I want to make sure my kids hold their head up with dignity and that they don't have to ask people for money. That people don't make fun of them because they wore the same shirt every day to school. You know, I don't want that for them. I don't want that for my future generation. So I'm going to do my best to make money. All right. And that is by having a job, not by getting CD, CBD sponsors, 50% off code word Rackshan. No. If there's a sponsor, they better be paying my fucking rent or I'm not putting you on my uh, rash guard or T-shirt or whatnot. It's, it's, much, it's a much different game. This isn't a hustling thing. I'm not a hustler. Um, With that being said, guys, when you go out there and let's say you're not motivated to make money this week, ask yourself, do you want to be a fucking loser or do you want to be a winner? Do you want to succeed in life or do you not want to? A lot of people don't. A lot of people want to just live the simple, easy life. That's totally cool. Me, that's not what I'm about. And... If you follow my journey, you'll see that it's only going to go up. One thing as far as faking it until you make it. The fake training schedules in jujitsu are such a big problem. Um, I see people, some of my former teammates, um, they'll post uh, an Instagram status. Get up, 4 a.m., run. Uh, 6 a.m. Jiu-jitsu until 8. Shower. Strength and conditioning. Jujitsu again from 10 to 12. Uh, teach from 12 to 2. Um, session number three at 6. Teach again at night. Go to bed by 1 a.m. And I'm like, bro, when do you sleep? You only sleep three hours a night? They're like, yeah, and I'm like, you're full of shit. Um, the problem with this is, right, in an attempt to look cool and make people think you're a badass, someone who actually looks up to you is going to see that. And they are going to go and try your little schedule, the fake schedule you made. And after about three four days of that, they're going to say, you know what? I can't handle this. I'm not built for this. And they're going to quit, what you should do is tell them your real schedule. You know, most professionals, as far as MMA and Jiu-Jitsu, I know, are training twice a day. You know, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. Um, some of them, I know they do one morning, one afternoon, and one at night. Uh, but past that, I don't know <clears throat> anyone who does four or five sessions a day. That's just preposterous. And... um You're really hurting people when you lie. You're giving people false hope. You're lying to them. You're lying to yourself. You're just being an overall piece of shit. I remember back in college, um, you know, I would go out once in a while with my friend and these girls, and you know, I would look at their Facebook because Instagram wasn't around back then, and I'm like, oh shit. These guys are always going out, man. They look like they're having so much fun. So I go out with them, loud ass club, um, can't hear anything, barely see anyone. And the entire night, they were just, the sole focus was just taking pictures of themselves, making sure they're looking like they're having fun. They're not actually having fun. I remember I was a bouncer at a nightclub slash hookah bar. There was this one girl and her friend just smoking hookah and there's music playing. I swear, I kid you not. The entire night, just taking pictures of her, not even her friend, just herself. Didn't even talk to her friend. And I just wanted to go over. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like your life is passing you by like your <clears throat> your entire existence right now is just a fraud. Um me as far as my Instagram and Facebook go, I don't really like posting about the bad stuff, so if I get a new student, I post about it. If I, you know, I win a title, I post about it. If I have a good day, a good training session, I try to make most of my posts positive. So People will come up to me and they'll be like, man, you live such an exciting life. You look so happy. And I just tell them the truth, man. My life is full of struggles. My mom's sick. I had a really rough childhood. I had a rough upbringing. I have a very chaotic, fucked up life. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the happiest person. But what I post on social media is not me (coughs) pretending to be happy. (coughs) I just post the, the great stuff on social media, because I'm not going to post that, hey, I woke up today, fucking depressed and, uh, and uh, don't want to get out of bed. I don't post, hey, my mom's in the hospital, can't breathe. Like, I get nothing out of that. You know, some people, the support they get out of that helps them. To me, it's just like, oh, just another motherfucker in my business. You know what I mean? So make sure Make sure when you're posting stuff like that, be genuine about it. Don't be one of those fake happy people. Um, Don't be one of those fake happy couples. I see some couples, I'm like, oh man, these guys look like they just love each other so much. And when I actually see them, they're fighting. (laughs) It's like when you're in genuine like that, you're not just hurting yourself. You're hurting other people too because they're getting a false sense of reality from you. A lot of people ask me, um, <clears throat> why, why do I want my brown belt from John Danaher, Gary and Gordon Ryan? Um, and my answer is this. It, ha- it honestly has nothing to do with uh, skill. You know, getting your black belt from John is like getting your uh, degree from Harvard or from Gordon or Gary. Um, <clears throat> that's not the reason, though. My reason for is, for it is this. Um, I have actually been offered my brown belt numerous times by people. Hey, go under my affiliation, go under my school. Hey, you know, you deserve it, I'll just give it to you. And I said no every single time. And one of the times, I, it was very hard to say no, because it was my friend. Um, because at the end of the day, what, what, what matters to me very much is integrity. You know, people are just like, the title of this podcast is Don't Fake It Till You Make It. Someone that is just 100% real, a real human being, a real motherfucker, is my instructor, Gary Tonin. He's like one of the very few guys in jiu-jitsu that does not take steroids, which is awesome. The fact that he's able to complete, compete at the highest levels, clean, is huge. Huge for me. Number two, he's a scumbag. Just like me. We don't lie about who we are. We're crazy, we go out, we drink, we party. Um, I mean, I don't party much, but yeah, we're, we're definitely very off the fringe people, both of us, and we don't hide it. I'm out of my mind, he's out of his mind, I curse, uh, you know, he's a sexual deviant, so am I. And it's like, I, I love the realness and I really couldn't see myself getting my belt from anybody else. Because jujitsu is full of these people who pretend to be the holier than thou. A lot of the guys that are like Jesus this, Jesus that, they're on massive amounts of juice. And they tell people they're natural. If you are on juice and you tell people you're on juice, that's cool. I'm cool with that. But if you are on juice and you lie to people and you're natural, you're giving people so much false hope. You're doing so much bad to the community, to the world. It's just not something I could be a part of, man. Um, a lot of people, positivity, positive energy. But then I meet them in person and they're just a fucking asshole. And it's like, do I really do I really want that for myself? No. There's a lot of things in my life. Um, I've had to do a lot of horrible things in my life to survive. Um, but jujitsu is one of the very pure things to me. <clears throat> that I would like to keep my integrity intact. And it's very important. So I will not fake it until I make it. There have been tournaments where there was one guy in my division. I could easily just say, oh yeah, real tough day. But I told everyone, yeah. Unfortunately, there was one guy in my division. That's the only guy that showed up. Here I am. I have had tournaments Where I lost, but because there were a few people, I got a medal. Do you know what I did with that medal? I took it, I put it on the table, and I left because I did not deserve that medal. There are so many people in jiu-jitsu. It's terrifying. It really, really is terrifying. People in jiu-jitsu that will go do a tournament like IBJJF, like the women's 185-pound division that has nobody. They will go against nobody. They will get a gold medal. They will post it on Instagram, got a gold medal. And I'm like, how the fuck do you sleep at night knowing that you did that? You're a fucking fraud. There's a guys, like masters five, ultra super duper heavyweight, nobody in the division. They'll win nothing, post gold medal. They'll do the absolute, they'll get smoked. And because there weren't too many people in the absolute, they get silver, I got gold and silver. And I be JJF. And it's just, it makes me throw up. Jiu-Jitsu is something that integrity is very important to me. Yes, I punch people in the face sometimes. Yes, sometimes things get heated and some headbutts are thrown. But as far as faking things, I do not fake anything. Everything is with integrity. And the only person I can really see myself getting my belt from is from someone who has that same integrity, that has that same mindset, and uh, for right now, you know, Gary Tone is the only one. One of the biggest fake it till you make it phenomenons is this. Um, the fact of an image of toughness. We were talking about it yesterday at Friday death session. Some guys are like, nobody wants to train with me. Nobody could challenge me. And my buddy Helwig would say, hey, come to Friday death session. We got a lot of big guys. They'll come once, get their ass whooped by everyone. And then never come back again. And then post again, yeah, you know, it's tough. I can't find good training. No one's challenging me. And um, another example is I don't really do super fights anymore because it's such a hassle. I will go do an IBJJF tournament. I'll do local tournaments, etc. because I know that when I get there, a couple of people have ha- had the balls to show up. If you paid your registration and you didn't show up, you're a bitch. But that's not my problem anymore. I still got opponents. Super fights. Extreme Basement Challenge 25. Ooh, 200 pound purple belt matchup. We got you a guy. You gotta sell 30 tickets minimum. We will give you $1 for each ticket you sell. And then, um, oh, your opponent backed out. We're going to find you another one. Oh, that one backed out too. We're going to find another one. Oh, that guy backed out too. And it, got, and it shows me that everybody wants to be a warrior until it's time to actually be a warrior. Everyone wants to be a fighter until it's actually time to be a fighter. It reminds me of that one scene from the movie Glory. I probably talked about it already on this podcast a few times, but I could be wrong. There's... Nine, there's this minutes, one forty, scene three, where um, there's miles, this expert three, marksman three, minutes, and four, he, um, mile, three, he is three, hitting three, the bullseye three, minutes, every single time. Three, and everyone's like, wow, three, this guy's amazing, etc. etc. And then Matthew Broderick goes right next to him, right? And he says, do it again. But this time, Matthew Broderick just shoots his pistol. Not, not even that close to him, just right behind him. Shoots his pistol, shoots his pistol, shoots his pistol. And the guy couldn't even hit the target. When everything is calm and everything is okay, it's very easy to go to the gym and beat everybody up. When it is time to actually fight, when the guy across from you is not your training partner, when you know if he gets that armbar, his intention is going to be to break your arm, not to wait for you to politely tap. Um, When there's a referee, when there's people watching, when you had to cut weight, when you see everyone around you, when it all matters, that's when it really, that's when we find out who's actually tough and who's not. And there's a lot of people out there who will put the persona, I'll fight anyone, you know, I train six times a day, but then you never really see them compete. You never really see them prove it. So, that's a really big case of fake it until you make it. And social media really um, helps that. You know, it helps put a persona of people that are not really putting in the work, but they're still reaping the fake rewards, which are nothing more than likes um, of success. There's no money, there's no medals, there's no actual merit to anything. So, do not fake it until you make it. Just work hard until you actually make it the number one worst uh, fake it till you make it guys on the planet that i just hate with all my heart are the people that are all about pull yourself up by your bootstraps go out there and work hard like me that's not my mo right i'm like i just tell people listen you could have a full-time job and train jiu-jitsu and be pretty good at it If you put your mind to something, you can become successful. Will it be harder for people in impoverished communities? Yes. But you could still get out. You know, I come from a real fucked up fucking situation and I'm somewhat successful. Um, I just see a lot of people spending money on the wrong shit. It's like you get your paycheck, you're going out to the club, you're getting the VIP, you get bottles, blah, 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 blah. By Monday, you're broke or... You could take that money, you could invest it in something, and in a year you see you doubled your money. Or don't even fucking invest it. Just put it in the savings account. In the savings account. You know? There was one student of mine, he's not a student anymore. All the stories were, yeah, I'm making that money on, on stocks, TD, Ameritrade, blah 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 blah. And I was just like, something just seems real fishy. And then that same week, oh, you know, late with the membership. This is when I was accepting cash for membership. Now I do card because I don't want to chase people around. Oh, can I pay you next week? Can I pay you next week? Then I see the stories making, making 30K on TD Ameritrade. Oh, making that money, hustling, and always late with payments. And then finally said, you know, I, uh, I just don't have the money to pay you. I'm like, then what about all this Forex shit? I thought you are making big bucks. I see you popping bottles, bro. What's going on? And he said, yeah, you know, some things are, times are tough. I'm like, all right, listen, I don't turn away people for money. Come train for free for now. And whenever you get back on your feet, you, uh, you can um, just pay me. Just a lazy individual would come once a week, twice a week, and then just stopped. And now they're just literally doing nothing with their life. So don't be that guy that gives people false hope. When you post stories about telling people to fuck your 9 to 5, just invest, and meanwhile you're broke and you're lying, a young kid who has a good job opportunity to, to get a good job and build a good future for themselves is going to say no to that so that they can do your stupid forex bullshit. And now they're fucked too. So you're not just fucking yourself. You're fucking a bunch of other people over. Just be honest. If you want to embellish a little bit, be a little cute about it, do it. But don't don't make that your M.O. Um, there was a really cool quote. Um, There's no greater way to make money than teaching others how to make money. Um... There's this guy on YouTube, his name is Meet Kevin, very eloquent, very great, talking about real estate, investing in real estate, but just one episode, kind of, without really knowing, admits that his parents helped him a lot, number two, in another episode he slipped, and pretty much said he doesn't make that much money off real estate he makes most of his money off of youtube and what does he do on youtube teaches people how to make money but that's where his income is coming from youtube so in other words he's a scam artist do not buy into the bullshit guys i was about to put an end to this episode i'm at 29 minutes 31 seconds And y'all know I have some serious OCD. When I do an episode by myself, it's got to hit the 30-minute mark or I don't release it. I'm just crazy. There's no rhyme or reason to that. I'm just out of my mind. So I'm like, hmm, what the fuck could I talk about for 30 seconds to hit the, um, the half an hour mark? And I'm like, holy shit, how did I not think about this? David motherfucking Goggins, bro. The ultimate fake it till you make it motherfucker on the planet. So before I talk about him, I got to talk about someone who I actually look up to. Jocko Willink. Jocko Willink is a Navy SEAL or was retired. And he's very genuine. I've never met him, but I get the vibes that he's a very genuine guy. He's like, hey, I'm a Navy SEAL. I wake up at 4.30 a.m. every single day. He takes a picture of his watch every single fucking day. I work out every single day. I do jujitsu every day. I surf, and I'm 50-something years old. He's jacked. He's cool. He's the fucking father figure we all wanted. Awesome guy. I don't sense anything bad about him. The only thing that I didn't like are two things. He always talks about the book About Face. So I bought it. And the whoever the... I forgot the... not the Hackworth or something. So I'm reading it. The book's cool. And I'm like, dude, this guy's a sociopath. He talks about slitting people's throats. He talks... After I heard the word chink and gook five times, I'm like, yeah, this guy's a psychopath. So I'm like, man, it's kind of weird that Jocko likes this guy. Number two, there's an episode where he's talking to Tim Kennedy and Tim Kennedy is like, "Um, yeah, am I going to throw a grenade in a room that's full of women and children because I don't want to deal with what's inside? Yeah. Um, I don't know if... In the heat of war, you don't think or anything, but that that kind of bothered me. Jocko was like laughing at that. Um, but yeah, I met Tim Kennedy in person. Real cool dude. I, I'm not gonna judge him based off of one soundbite, you know, because I've said a lot of dumb stuff as well. Now, I'm getting off track. Jocko Willink went on many tours to Iraq. He fought. He's an actual Navy SEAL. He's an actual leader. He has the people to, to back it up, uh, to, to say that he did what he did. David Fucking Goggins. Everyone says, "By the book, can't beat me or whatever, can't stop me." And I'm listening to his stuff, and all he talks about is working out. You gotta run. You gotta do push-ups. I beat the I beat the world record in this. Stay hard. And his spiel is that he was a Navy SEAL and that he was an Army Ranger, etc. But all he talks about is working out. All he talks about is working out. So I'm like, you're marketing yourself based off of your military records, but all you talk about is running. So what, what, what's, what's the deal, bro? There, there's something real fishy here. So I do some research. I just type in David Goggins fraud and a bunch of videos come up, bunch of videos Based off of these videos, it's Navy SEALs, real Navy SEALs talking and pretty much saying that when Goggins was in uh, the SEALs, he was not a team player, like he was pretty much a loner, Um, he he never did anything really crazy or decorative in his tours, Uh, his military record is not um, impressive, pretty much he, he did nothing, he passed BUDS, he became a Navy SEAL, that's it. That's all. There's nothing. It's not like a Jocko. It's not like a Tim Kennedy um, that was actually in war and doing crazy shit. All he talks about is running and working out. That's cool. But don't make your marketing platform military because you didn't do anything for the military. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, if you want to say, hey, look, I'm in shape. And that you do do this, this, and this, you'll be in shape. Cool. But if your platform is military and all you're talking about is working out, you're kind of one of those fake it till you make it, guys. And even the Navy SEALs in those videos were saying the same thing. Completely forgot about talking about the pulling pulling yourself up by your bootstraps part because I got off track. But anyway you know people say i had my first job ever when i was 13 years old <clears throat> and i'm like oh cool well uh how did you uh how did you get to your job well my parents drove me i'm like oh yeah they drove you with what well their car oh so they owned a car nice nice and like people don't realize that people who say pull yourself up by their bootstraps don't realize the amount of privilege they have. Like, hey, a lot of the people that are impoverished, their parents, they don't have a car to take them anywhere. They don't have uh, the luxury of their own transportation. So it's a little harder for them to get a job when they're 13. <laughs> what are they going to do? Walk to the hardware store and then walk back home at fucking nine at night? Like, it, it, it it's just different levels to it. I remember someone whose name I will not say, but very successful, and uh, all all about fuck fuck Democrats and fuck uh, you know anyone who uh, fuck fuck the left, and um, was on the phone talking to the doctor, and they're like, yeah, you know uh, we're gonna have to switch insurance because I'm gonna be off my mom's insurance next year, and I'm like, are you fucking serious? You are on your mother's health insurance plan. You have got to be fucking kidding me. Like, people who greatly benefit from, I don't want to say democratic or leftist, but, uh, you know, left wing benefits, but then they will shit on the left. Uh, I know this other guy, super, super hardcore right, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, etc found out him and his entire family were on Obamacare, the state-sponsored health insurance. So, what I noticed a lot in recent times is just people just not being genuine. And when you're not genuine, you're not just screwing yourself over. You're not just screwing the people around you over. You're screwing everyone over. Don't do it. Well, there you have it, guys it's been almost a month since my last episode but this month was crazy i flew out to austin texas to train with the death squad um i had some interviews with flow grappling um you know january and february is one of the busiest months for gyms and it is also the heart of tax season so it was very chaotic month but i will still going forward make a lot more time to make more episodes as I mentioned in the beginning in the intro it was cool I looked at my earnings and I'm like oh shit $50 well maybe we can make that into more so I'm gonna leave with this note guys I don't really know how to get podcast sponsors I think I have to like hit up Manscaped or something but if you know anyone who is interested in sponsoring a podcaster please let me know also um, make sure to follow me on Instagram at k o o l r a k at immortals jiu jitsu um, at rambling with rack and check out my website immortalsjiujitsu.com the gym is on the rise last tournament i literally had every single student get gold um, and i'm and there's the future is looking bright and i want you guys to be a part of that have an awesome day and thank you for listening